Have a look at you. <laughs> you're sitting there like your Kyle Sanderland's getting you in your booth and it's not very nice, mate. Got your new mic set up. How is everyone tonight? We have a, uh, a lovely guest tonight. Um, part of the the man that brought a premiership back to Adelaide, South Australia. Um, welcome tonight, John Reed. How are you, mate? Yeah, good boys. Thanks for having us. Thanks Great. for coming in. Um, first of all, um, it's probably one to get into quickly because it's so fresh in the uh, in the media. Um, Alistair Clarkson, what um, did it shock you? All the stuff that's been going on with Blake. Yeah, it did. Uh, I must admit, I mean, Hawthorne had generally been regarded as pretty stable in those things, and we know that um, Kenneth and, and Alistair have never been best of mates. Uh, but but I, I reckon Fagan summed it up pretty well with his comments on the weekend. The guy um, deserved a better way to exit than that. Um, but generally, there's never really a nice way to exit. I mean, generally, you get the sack, yep. or, or they'd sort of do something like that to, to get people out. I mean, pe- most people don't want to leave if they're still going, all right. Mm. Uh, but I, I felt for... I think Alistair's been a, a wonderful coach, um, contributed a lot to our game, Um Long time, 17 years, I think it is. So, uh, you know, maybe they were just at that stage where they, they needed to part. But, it were, yeah, it was pretty average because they all started making comments which they've now gone back on and looked a bit stupid, to be honest. Well, the well Caroline Wilson, um, <laughs> not everyone has a, has a taste for her, but she was bang on and she said, no, I, I know I'm right. And she got hammered by a lot of people, but... In the end, she was bang on. Yeah, she was. Reckon Dixon had liked some of his comments back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, yeah. had a, he had a full go. Um, yeah, and for, for someone who's been in, in the industry to see um, a guy who, yeah, is up there as maybe the GOAT, one of the greatest, if not the greatest coach, um, go out like he's done, um, doesn't sit well with, and for with a, me or a lot of people, I think. And for a virtually untried yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's... Um, I mean, I think Mitchell looks like he's got the goods, but it's easy doing it that way. Uh, when, when you've got to sit in the chair yourself, uh, it's a different ball game. So, uh, I, I mean, if they go poorly, they'll cop some, uh, yeah. they'll cop some flack. You can bet on that. Yeah, and it's the, they've got a big rebuild ahead of them. They haven't had draft picks for... Well, haven't had a lot of draft picks for three or four years, so he's... And uh, they haven't got any coming up either because they've traded quite a few of them. Traded them out again. Yeah, yeah it's... Uh, it's uh, something that everyone could see that, that it wasn't going to work or, or that someone was going to break, um, and it happened pretty quickly. So um, it's going back to when you were at, uh, you were at the Crows, obviously Blighty left uh, in, in 98, yep. uh, sorry, 99 after the premierships. Yeah. And like you said, if it's the moment it starts going a bit sour, he, he saw the writing on the wall and... Yeah, well, I, I don't think it was from the point of view of our performance. But Malcolm uh, was pretty, pretty burnt out, to be honest. Um, it's not like these days. You've got, you know, six assistant coaches, and you've got blokes doing stats and blokes doing vision. And, and Malcolm used to do all that technically himself. I think we might have had about one bloke that was available to do some stuff on that. Um, and, and it wasn't the full in thing either at the time. So. But Malcolm uh, did a lot of work. Um, he, he got tied on it, and um, yeah, he he sensed that he just was burned out, so it was time to go. 
and I mean that went okay in the sense that he finished the year out, and um, I mean you wouldn't do premierships you know, for the couple of years before you got a little bit of credit in the bank. <laughs> uh, but but um, you know that was just how he finished, and and um, yet he could tell you a few yarns of where he's finished elsewhere, and hasn't, <laughs> hasn't been quite as quite as good. But I mean, few of the other coaches. Um, I mean, I'd left when Craigie went, uh, and and that sort of all happened pretty quickly. Again, he he felt he sort of lost the players, and uh, he too, I think, was pretty tired. Um, uh, Gary Ayres wasn't renewed. Um, we sort of told him that he wasn't going to be renewed, and Gary decided it was better for him to leave. Um, and that was probably the correct decision at the time. Uh, so, and then Shorey. So there's been a few. I've done, done a few over the journey. Uh, <laughs> you were Shorey wasn't going to be renewed and, and we told Robert. But he he sort of stuck it out to, to the end and uh, it was only a few weeks and he, he stuck it out. Yeah. And with, with Shorey, um, I've heard from a couple of players there at the time, they said it actually wasn't too bad a coach. Um, but then game day is where he'd misfire a bit. Yeah, well, Robert's a, a really quite a, a nice bloke, um, and I'm not certain he should have been senior coach. Mm. Um, I always had reservations about that. I reckon we got sold a little bit of a pup on that one. Oh, really? um, but um, I just think the pressure of it all got to him, and some blokes handle that pressure and some don't. And I think the pressure really got to him. It got to him. It got to his family all the things that happen when you're coaching and uh, can build up some pressure it got to, to Robert. Um, and then uh, Robert handled the week reasonably well, uh, but match day, uh, it, was, it was a fair bit of chop and change. And, you know, we'd pick a team and it would be changed the next day and then we'd have a game plan and then that would change oh. halfway through the first mm. quarter. And, and I think that's the thing that you might have got from a few players, that they... They came a little bit confused about it all. Um, but a good person, Robert, um, and, and I thought he he departed in the right spirit and he didn't, you know, crack the shits over anything. You and, know. and clearly a pretty good footy person, like, yeah. like with his results at the Bombers after. Yeah. But he, he, clearly, he, had, clearly, like you say, had plenty to contribute. Oh, yeah. Not per- necessarily a senior coach. I reckon he's a perfect assistant coach yeah. and uh, he'd be, he's loyal and... Um, Got good knowledge, uh, but j- just that pressure uh, got to him. And there's, you know, that's why they're hard gigs. I mean, mm. you, you know, you think, you know, some people that are sort of coaches, they reckon it's, you know, easy. Well, I can tell you what, it's not <laughs> bloody hard work. It's hard from uh, from all fronts, just not the coach himself, obviously. You know it, and I know it. Just being family members of, of coaches, you you cop it, and you're you're, you're also being asked. What's going on? So I don't yeah. know. He's the coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it is. I mean, everyone's a coach. Mm, exactly. Yeah, everyone. Well, of of coaching though. Obviously, you started down at um, down at Pantherland. Um, got them to their last grand final. No preliminary final. Oh, we, prelim. Sorry, ninety one. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. Come on, mate. I thought you were a big Panther fan. You sorry? You get that just, wrong? I got. I got. <laughs> I've got a lot of dreams as a Panther <laughs> fan, and I just thought I just mixed that into it. But he's quite right. We should have got in the grand <laughs> final that year, but we didn't. But anyway, um, but no, Panther. I mean, I've been a Panther boy all my life. I mean, I played juniors there, and um, coached your dad actually uh, when he first started. 
Um, many with, a stories with, I've heard many a times. Uh, <laughs> with, with Hayden Bunton, um, I was with Bunts for three years. Uh, went up Bush uh, with work, but coach South Augusta. In fact, I've got a 40th reunion starting to make me feel old. 40 years <laughs> since South Augusta went top in in 81. Um, and then came back to Woodville with, with Malcolm. Uh, had uh, five years there, and, and that was a really interesting time at Woodville because, you know, they were they were really down and out. Is that and when they merged? Or no, nah, this is before they merged. Before. And uh, and uh, we got them back up. We, we played in a, pre- a preliminary final as well. Um, and that was a great time. And we, 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 you know, achieved quite a bit considering. Mm. And, of course, from there I went to South. And when I went to South, I found Woodville were in a good state compared to where South were at. <laughs> so they were, they were really on the struggle. Um, but uh, that was a great time too because we, we, we nearly folded. Mm. We nearly went through. And, um, in fact, we went, I mean, as close as you could get to going through. And really? I didn't... I'm didn't know it was that. No, no, no. Right on, right on, the, right on the edge. And uh, thanks to you know quite a few people who you know we went and shake the tins and all that sort of stuff. But one guy who who really put in a, a heap of his own dough uh, was big money at that time. Was was Billy Rawlins. Mm. Billy had the Padawalunga Motel. Fantastic bloke, Billy. He's in his eighties on now, and um, still seen him around the place and catch up occasionally. But Probably if it hadn't have been for Billy, we, we mightn't have uh, mightn't have survived. People got short memories; they forget those sort of things. Just, I was just about to say, and, and that, that was still yeah. at like Pan- Panther Park. That was time, Panther Park, it? Panther Park time, um, and, and probably playing at Adelaide Oval. Playing at Adelaide Oval, training at Panther Park. If you knew Panther Park, then mate, we um, <laughs> we had a shed for the gym, and uh, it was was hard yakka. Um, not a bad oval, uh, not a bad deck. It was pretty big, but people listening—that's Kenilworth. Yeah, Ken, yeah, now, yeah, and they've done it. They've done it up pretty well. Yeah, um, but I, I'll tell you what—it's the rich compared to when we were there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that that was all you know, good times and hard times. Mm. But when you get some results, and a lot of those lads that came through, and in fact, we lost Mark Naley last year. Niles was involved in all that, and '91 uh, uh, was a year that we really had a good chance, and we. Just had a little bit of bad luck and it just didn't quite work out. Mm. You speak of, of Nails. We um, actually recorded an episode, I think, the um, the day he passed away and we were reminiscing and uh, Dad actually spoke about when uh, the kids, Tim and Simon, had a, they were meant to have a few blokes from Westies come out and do a clinic and they didn't didn't rock up and Dad just rang up Nails and Schneebickler and said, oh, would you guys be in? Yep. And they said, yep, no worries, straight away yeah. down there and showed the character of him and... Oh, um, Niles was a, uh, he was a great contributor. He, he, he was a character. I mean, he, I mean, as a side of Niles, a lot of people would know, he, he loved to sing and dance, mm. and he could sing and dance. Um, so uh, Niles went right back uh, when I was with Bunce uh, coaching the twos, and uh, Niles was playing under the 19s, and I always remember this. I, I was getting a couple of blokes come up from the 19s, and they were a bit average, and I sent a friend of mine that watched him for two or three weeks. And he came back, he said, mate, there's a bloke playing down there called No. He said, he's, he's a cut above him. So uh, I said, well, we better get him up. We got him. Well, he was a cut above him. <laughs> played in the reserves grand final and went on to a great career. But I think the under-19 coach was just sort of trying to bury him down there. Just hide him. Trying to keep him. Yeah, trying try to keep him. So I haven't heard a juniors coach do that before. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, Niles came up. But he, he was a, jeez, he's a good player. 
Mm. A hell of a good player. No, so the, the highlights package they put up when when he passed. Yeah, it, it oh. was he was just amazing below his knees and yeah. so quick and agile yeah. and yeah, no, real real smart player and uh, a set of character with it. I mean, hey, went at an AFL grand final to his list mm. and uh, no, he's, he he was a, sadly missed. Uh, with with South Adelaide um, over the years, obviously they've seen a lot of a lot of dark times where it's just been one win, two win seasons and. And now they seem to have climbed back up to be a competitive side. How, how much would it mean to you as a former coach and a and a South person to, to see them finally win a flag? Oh, it'd be like many. It'd be like many. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. Oh, I think young Jared Wright's a very good coach. They've got him at the moment. Um, they've got some, some good players, but they're not overflushed. Um, but he gets he gets the best out of them, and they do. They're always competitive now. Um Occasionally you get the bad game. I, I think um, Gotchi started uh, a lot of that mm. when he was first there. He's a very good coach. Um, and the other boy that was from Geelong, uh, Hocking, but he only there a year and went went on. So I, you know, but I, I reckon um, uh, you know Gotchi started to get a lot of that going. Probably Ronnie Fuller event earlier than that. Yep. Ronnie Ronnie probably lost the players a bit for being a bit too hard, but. What you he did. Were you on the subcommittee that employed Ronnie? Yep, yep. And and Ronnie took him into a final, I reckon, the first or second year. Yeah. And and the thing that Ronnie did was was clean out a lot of. Like, he did a lot of work. Actually, he was on that subcommittee too originally, wasn't he? Oh well, no, well, Ro- Ronnie well, was, and then I thought Ronnie. Yeah, and then and then you yeah. thought yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you thought, hang on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie's better coach, qualified yeah. than the rest of them. Yeah. But, but he he was um, he did a good job because he actually cleaned out a lot of uh, uh, the, the right people to get rid of. And uh, said it and when Gotchi came, Gotchi he's a good case. He'll do a good job with Westies. Yeah, yeah they just got to be patient. He, he'll do a good job. And um, uh, Jared Wright's come on, and and, and Jared is a, I think he's a fine young coach. He's only a young man, and he, he's a very very good coach. So yeah, they're going all right. Um, They've got. They've got not a badly young bloke there in the guts that probably won't be there next year. Horn. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah no, Gronkies. Um, Maybe a crow? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Hopefully be, a crow. It'd be nice. Uh, he is a f- bloody good player. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, have it, I, I still go to most of the home games, go to a few of the away games. Uh, I've seen a fair bit of him, and he's a terrific young player. And he, he's, he's the real deal. I mean, he tackles, yeah. uh, he chases... Uh, and he's got all the fineries too, you that, know, he can mark that, and kick. That one he nailed Fogarty with in ta- uh, oh, in Victor a few weeks ago. Mm, I was yeah. like, geez, what Fog's fair lump. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he's, he's a beauty. Um, so whoever gets him will get – he's up and ready. He's ready, yeah, he's ready, ready to, to go. go. You know, he won't uh, – I mean, he'll take it like they all do, take a bit of adjusting, but uh, he's a beauty. And, I mean, I, part of me says I love, love us to get him. It means we've got to lose a few games and finish bottom, yeah. but – well, uh, there is a game against North Melbourne last game of the year, so it could be the Horn Cup. That, that, <laughs> well, win, that yeah. win against Hawthorne didn't help a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. No. Well, I mean, the, the, the club would never go down that line. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're always there. You can't say the players were going to throw a game. I mean, it's just not yeah. on. And, and I'm certain the coaching staff wouldn't either. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the best part of me says we'll keep winning. Yeah. But but if we do lose, there is a bit of yeah, <laughs> a little bit of... And that's where... That's where oh, I haven't say to him as a supporter. It's not very often they sit there thinking, "Geez, I hope we don't win," because you know, very often can you have picks in the top three consecutive years, 
to really build it, build and, the next. And I know going into years. that Hawthorne game a couple of weeks ago. I was like, oh, if we lose, we lose, whatever. As soon as the nose was in front, I was like, nah, stuff that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, when I went, when I went, and it's a natural, natural feeling. You want to do that. So when you when you finished up at South, is that when you moved into the role at Adelaide, or was that uh, uh, took a while to get to that? No, I had a couple of years on radio um, with Five uh, AA uh, special comments. Doing yeah, the radio, I never knew that. They doing the AFL um, uh, Crows. It was only Crows at that time, so we used to go around Australia. I used to go to Hooksy, myself, and um, KG, David Wildy, and uh, that was. That was good fun, but, but it was never. You knocked off, you turned off the, the switch, and that was the end of it. I mean, till the next week, yeah. I mean, you'd keep your eye on who was in and out and how things were going, but um, it wasn't something that gave you a lot of satisfaction. Not, not, not enough fulfilment. No, yes. no, no, not not fulfilment. Um, but it was a good couple of years. We, we you know, we, we followed the team around Australia for um, for two years and. Um, and then I, I actually got a phone call from Billy Sanders to put in for the job, which uh, I did. I was working uh, credit union those days. And that was your first. That was your first role at Adelaide. Um, yeah, well, that was uh, general manager footy, which was a new role in those days. Yeah. Uh, they they sort of Kells had been there, and Johnny Condon and Johnny stayed on in another role. Um, but that was um, that was really the start of it. And, and, and my brief was review the coach. Which I did, and and uh, halfway through the year, Bob and Bill, Bobby Hammond, the late Bobby Hammond, we sat down and said, "Right, we've got to find a new one." And uh, that's when we started drew up a list, and Malcolm was on the top of it, and we started to do some work with Malcolm, and eventually uh, convinced him that it was the way to go. Uh, so when 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 you went after Malcolm, I was it I was quite young, so I don't remember, but was it almost a shock? That you snared him in the end. Um, I still remember the day of the announcement. Yeah, the, I, I, the bar, I knew him. Who there it was. was just the bar was like it was <laughs> pumping. Like yeah. it, people were just up and about. Yeah. Well, it was um, no, it wasn't a shock. And um, I'd been over. We played over in Melbourne, and I stayed on. And Malcolm was doing the um, Sunday night. Those night they used to do sort of a Sunday night wrap up of the games, and, and uh, he was on his own. In the studio doing that, so I went there and then we went and had tea and a couple of beers and that afterwards. And and I said, "How do you go with that?" He said, "Oh, you know, it's okay, but I'm not really enjoying that." I said, "Well, mate, we're we're, we're dead set, keen to have a bit the same as you and the five double A stuff. It was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, same sort of feeling, I think." And he um he said, "Well, uh, no, nah, I, I said I wouldn't coach again, and I don't think I will." We had a bit of luck. And it wasn't the right way to have luck, but Malcolm's dad, Jack, passed away um, that year, and uh, Malcolm came here, and we were together with his family, and uh, I think a little bit of the sentiment, and Adelaide, and here, and, and we, we sort of had more discussions, and then he was said, "Yeah, no, I'm interested." So Bill and Bob sorted him out with the Darwin where they went from there, and um, you know it was a terrific. Achievement, but yeah. we we didn't expect to do what we did. I mean, um, Malcolm and I went to he had a place at Billy Gowrie down on the peninsula, and we went over for uh, three days. We budgeted to sort of have a full review. Um, I mean, Malcolm we knew was going to coach before the end of the season, 
We didn't, you know, nothing was said until the end. So then Malcolm and I went over to Blair Gowrie and we went through the list and went through everything. And we spent, you know, working out a five-year plan, which didn't go to plan. <laughs> so, so it's amazing how you, you, you know, you, you think you got it all under control and certain things happen and... The other stars align, and bingo, you, you, you've got a couple of The three we ended up with was, we'll cop that though, won't we? The three years that we cop. Oh, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> more, more than happy with the plan going wrong, I can tell you. More than happy. When, um, when, when he came in, and obviously there was the big, uh, the big shock decisions and, and axings of um, McGuinness, McDermott, Jarman, all the supposed favourite sons. Um, was that the writing on? I what do you say? Met. Supposed, but oh, well, back then I was too young. I didn't oh, realize. Right. But was that the writing on the wall to everyone that right? We're here. We he means business. We're, we're not just here to keep going as the way we were. Yeah, I, I think there was a certain part of that. I mean, um, uh, Malcolm had good reasons for for those guys. You know, going. He felt that uh, we needed a fresh start, fresh way to play our game, um, and. You know, all of them have been bloody fantastic, um, you know, contributors to our club and still are. I mean, they're, they're all bloody good blokes. Um, but that was, I think, he, he, he thought, no, he's going to start afresh. We don't need any of that, you know, because uh, they, they wielded a fair bit of influence, those yeah. guys. And um, I think he thought, no, I'm going to take what we've got and, and we'll develop them our way. And so that was a decision that was made. So it was... Um, you know, unfortunate for those guys, but I think I've spoken to them all. I see them, you know, around a place, and they're all, you know, they all understand that. And now. time and the result of the next season says, well, well you know, it, it wasn't wrong. Pretty hard. If we'd finished bottom, they'd have, they'd yeah. have had plenty to fair, say. Fair argument. Yeah, but but uh, when you finish top two years in a row, I think, and, and when you talk to them, and they're, they're more mature than that now yeah. too, they they say, yeah, I understand what what, what happened. You know, was there? Anyone possibly on a list of possibly going that that didn't go? No, not really. No, no, no. no. I mean, there are other guys went, yeah. but they were the three. Yeah, they were no, the three. some of the guys who were at the, sort of on the edge of the list. Yeah. Um, a couple other boys had retired themselves. Yeah. Um, what well, wasn't a young ruckman that that Lottie had a question mark over as well that ended up being pretty influential in a couple of premierships in Rennie. Yeah, no. Nah. No, hell no. No, no, no. We, we, Malcolm had a full, uh, you know, strong opinion on, on Rennie. has yep. been vital to where we were going. Yep. Um, had he done his knee the year before? He'd was that done that, yeah. Yeah, 96. Uh, yeah, no, 90, 90, yeah, 96. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did in 96. And then it was 97 when memory yep. came back with the brace and the... Memory did it. Yeah, so he... he um, no, no, he was, he was uh, always in the plan and... Yep. Uh, a few lads went themselves because they knew their time was up. So you know, uh, so I mean, it all worked out well. If we'd have finished bottom, we'd all so be So Anderson and uh, Scotty Lee, maybe. Yeah, I reckon or Scotty already no, gone. Sc- no, already gone, maybe. Scotty was. Um, we'd already spoken with Scotty, and yep. and, and um, I reckon Ando retired himself anyway. Yep. I, I don't. Really, it's a while ago, but I don't yeah. recall actually having to go to Ando and say. Yeah, I think Ando knew he's, he he had some injury problems yeah. too, Ando. And you rolled into that '97 season with a fresh fresh list, fresh list, 
fresh coach and um, I think Simon debuted round one. You had about four or five blokes debut. And um, I think we went down to Brisbane. Or did we beat them in that round one? Was that home? Long time ago. Yeah. Mate. No, no, hey. but I, 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 I think... Um, um, I think we might have had a win, to be mm. honest. But but no, we, we few of those boys came in during the first half of the year. Uh, you're talking about your Johnsons and it, was and our first loss to Showdown? No, I don't reckon it was. I reckon we might have been. Uh, I reckon might have been two and two. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But but those lads came in and and um, see we rec- we brought home some lads who who weren't superstars. You know, blokes like Bondy. Uh, James, we'd recruited Shane Allen, who was on the fringe at, uh, at Western Bulldogs. Um, oh, so you didn't recruit him from... Yeah, he came from Western from Bulldogs, Western Bulldogs yeah. Um And um, I'm just trying, there was one other... But, oh, Costa. Costa, Costa yeah. we'd been back. Yeah. We got him back, I think, the year before that. Yeah. Um, and, and they Jar- were and all... And Jarman the year before. And Jarman before. But those guys were what I call... Real serviceable, week-in, week-out type player. I mean, Brett James is one of the players that never gets quite the credit yeah. Yeah. Uh, in those premierships. He was a very serviceable, steady, uh, good-thinking player, you know. He was, he was the, n- the names you just said, they weren't just... They weren't people you go, oh, geez, I really have to think about them. They were dead-set yeah. five, six, seven-year, like you said. Yeah, and I mean, they were real good contributors to our club and... and, and Big contributors in those finals, you know. They, you, they were reliable. They were reliable. Good good players. As the year progressed, did you, you, Malcolm, everyone in the in the committee, at what point did you think we might have a side here that can do a bit of, bit of damage? No, not really till very, very late in the year. We thought we could make the finals and we, you know, we, we're going we, to... We'll have a bit of a crack at that and see how we go. But Malcolm attacked that... Um, very much when we got in the finals, he explained to the boys how the system works and he uses the old adage, you get a, a letter from the AFL each week to invite you to play. <laughs> so if you win, that's what happens. <laughs> and uh, and he said, we'll just keep taking them if they come. So, And he really set them uh, on a path. Um, our fitness work had been really strong and hard late in the year with Craigie. And uh, we were very fit, and um, yeah, we, we you know it was a good. We weren't the best team of the year in the two years we went top, but we were the yeah. best team in September. By yeah, the time, so. there was the uh, the first I think the qualifying final we beat West Coast, and then beat Geelong with Lee Colbert. Yep, yep, it's controversial, Mark. Yeah. That that night at the AF, at the AFL Hall of Fame night that we were at when Simon. Yeah. Was inducted. We were at the casino after, and uh, we were with Colbert for for hours. And he's he's not involved in footy anymore. He's a, a pilot, and yeah. we were talking about that. And he was saying he even said, "Let's reenact it." <laughs> <laughs> he, he was having a good time about it. But he said, "Yeah, everyone always comes back to me about that mark I was robbed of." But he might not have gone to ended up at North Melbourne if the if that was paid. If that was paid, and he kicked it. Yeah, yeah. But um, oh, it was a mark. Yes, <laughs> no doubt about that. Hundred percent, Mark. Yeah. But thank, thank. There was some footy gods watching us that day. But um, we we went to to um, the MCG a week later for that prelim, and um, I myself had never been to the MCG. Were you there? 
Yeah. And the roar of when the Western Bulldogs came out onto the over, because it was like the entire Victoria was yeah. going for the Bulldogs. Yeah. And I had never experienced that. And I, th- I look back now thinking, geez, can you imagine you were an 18, 19-year-old player running out there and hearing that? It would have been just absolutely excitement overload. Um, yeah. Well, they all handled it pretty well. Uh, and I, I, I take my hat off to Malcolm and that. He, he sort of explained all that to him, and, you know, keep your eye on what you're doing. Don't look up in the crowd and do, just, just get on, have a quick look around and get on with the job. And, and you were in the box? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, was it that? Yeah, it was that. That was uh, Mods did his knee in '97. Yeah. First quarter, didn't he? Yeah, did his against Mods did his knee against Wilson He's had a very good year in in '97. One twenty seven or something. Yeah, he he had a real good year. So um, when someone like Modra goes down like that, um, I suppose people aren't privy to decisions that are made in the box at the time, but. How do you guys sit there and think, right, we've just lost <laughs> the, our superstar forward. How do we go about winning this game now? Well, I, I know you, don't, you don't really, mate. You just make the decision who goes where and, and where you're at. And uh, I also think the way that Malcolm played it, it was, again, it's a bit like a, a lot of teams. It's If you've got a system, um, you know, people slot into the system. They might necessarily be as good as the other person, but they can actually fulfil the role. And we saw that with Shane Allen uh, the following year, you know. So, uh, um, but you, you can't you can't panic on it or anything. I mean, you you feel for the kid. That's the main thing you feel for. And Malcolm can't feel for that at the time. He's got to keep his eye on what's going on. But you know, if it goes, you might think, oh, you know, it's bad luck for the for, for the lad. The uh, there's an image that will never probably get out of Crows fans is when I think it was about. Two, two minutes to go in that 97 grand final when we were we were home and the camera panned on mods and he was sitting... Oh, in the race. ...with his yeah, head on the, on the fence. fence. Yeah. 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 Um, well, well, him and Rude both missed that year. Uh, Rude, Rude had those bad groins. Um, that's right. People forget about Yeah, Rude, 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 Rude missed yeah. the first one. Um, so it was great that they and could... And Vardy, would he do a collarbone or shoulder yeah, against yeah, Geelong? Yeah, no, I reckon... Yeah, no, you're right. It's the following year he kicked all those goals against uh, Sydney up in the yeah, that's right. Yeah. In, in in the rain, in the wet. Um, but no, he, he was, um, you know, it's just stiff. That's a footy. You know, it's like finals time. There's there's always a a sad story to tell. It's uh, the when that f- that siren went, um, obviously everyone went bananas. But there's the footage of of, of you and Malcolm coming arm in arm with players. I reckon it was one with Simon, and then uh, so the the big ones with Bickley. Um, what's a what's a moment like that um, that you can can't describe to anyone? But how does that feel for the rest of your life? You got that feeling? Yeah, well, it's a bit of relief, of course, you know. And and to be honest, it was a bit of bit of oh bloody hell, you know, like it's happened. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't something that you'd really been. Uh, it wasn't in our plan, you know. We, we, we just took it. So, um, But, no, great, great. Uh, and that bond between the players and, and the officials, uh, that never lose, uh, never goes. We've had a couple of reunions and, uh, you know, people meet up and you're back on the same terms. It's, it's fantastic. But, you know, I mean, it was for Malcolm and I it was good because we've been good friends, you know, for quite a number of years. Well, 80, 83. 
So we'd been mates for, and our families are good friends. So it was a couple of good mates uh, getting something that they really wanted. And yeah. I was really pleased with Malcolm because he'd had a few cracks at um, Geelong mm. like three times, I think, they, they missed out on. And um, so, you know, I was pleased for him that sort of filled in a, a decent gap because winning the next year made it even better again. So uh, uh, it was good. No, no you never forget those things. To do it, uh, to do it again the second year, um, you had your five-year plan. You've executed the end of that in the first year. How, how do you roll into that next pre-season going, right, how do we get these guys back on track to well, to get them focused again? Um, I know from my own perspective, we, we had um, – it was how it worked in those days. So we had the Mad Monday and, and I had to fly out on Tuesday morning because uh, in those days the trade period started on the Tuesday. After the grand final, so yeah. you, you sort of had a fair crack on the rip, Saturday rip, and Sunday. Rip, rip, real, real handy for the uh, <laughs> mobs that uh, yeah. went went a bit further in the finals. Yeah, so, yeah. so we, um, I remember on the Monday, I, I pulled up stumps. I don't know six, seven o'clock, and went home and got my bag packed and, and headed off Tuesday morning to, um, to to Melbourne. But that was good for me because it actually brought you straight back into gear. You, yeah. you know, I mean, the boys said when they went to bloody Port Lincoln and Sojourner and all around the world. Um, but but for, from my perspective, it pulled you straight back into gear because you were talking about next year and who was staying, who was going. And um, so the other thing that was very good was Malcolm again um, and Craigie uh, that was straight into the hard work. Uh, so there was no, uh, well, we're going to have it easy for a couple of, you know, that was straight into the hard work. Mm. And, and they, they responded remarkably well. Back then with going straight into the trade period, how much, because it's so different now, live trading of yep. picks and like, so there's stuff happening on the fly, but how much of the negotiation of a trade back then was already sorted before you even. Um, there was some. Um, you you do you got a list management responsibility the whole time. I mean, it's not like you, you, the season ends and you're sitting and down and start worrying about it. So it's an ongoing thing. So we'd have our meetings, and you'd have piece, guys in different categories, and and, and some will look they they can go. I don't think anyone will want them. Uh, these blokes are on the edge. Someone might want them. Uh, you can put their names out. Um, and would you have contact with another club uh, during with, the with, year? With, on with some clubs, when, when you know that you with, know that this bloke's informed his club that I want to go home or whatever, and do they sort of contact you then and try and? Would would um, with some clubs you would? Yep. Some clubs you wouldn't trust. Uh, you, you wouldn't go to Essendon and say, "Listen, Jimmy Smith's thinking about coming home," and uh, you know because it'd be out and about before you could say Jack Robinson. Was that Dodoro back uh, then too? I can't say that, <laughs> but, um, but uh, you know, some yeah, you deal with the West Coast Eagles. Yep. Um, you could deal with Sydney in those days uh, pretty well. You know, you had a good good relationship. Um, and that's based based on what blokes were there. Like if you had a good relationship with that bloke, so you'd, yeah, you'd, you know you were sweet. Say, listen, we're going to catch up when I'm over and we yep. go and have a, a sandwich and sit down and say, look, 
got these four blokes that you know, might be on there. If they interest, you're interested, let us know. Uh, and if you're interested, give us an idea what you might want to trade for them, whether it be player or, or thing. So uh, quite a bit of that's, that dialogue goes on, but you, you had to pick your mark. Because yep. um, some some people you, you just knew would, you couldn't trust, yep. to be quite honest. Did you have to pass a bit of that uh, knowledge on to your, to your son, Justin, who's now... He's obviously oh, the list manager well, at Adelaide. And no, he'd have learnt that his own way. Had a few runs on the board before he yeah. got he was, club a, he was a player manager, obviously, before he went into the recruiting, so he yeah. probably would have had a fair few yeah. uh, relationships yeah. before. And, and again, it was a bit like that with player managers. There's some player managers you've got great respect for mm. uh, because you know they've genuinely got the player's overall interest at heart, not just the dollars. Then you've got a heap of managers, mate, it's got nothing to do with their welfare, it's all to do with the dollars. Yeah. Um, so, again, you, you pick and choose who you would be prepared to sit and talk to uh, because um, the good ones, you could actually say, look, this is what we've got in mind for your bloke. We don't want him to know, uh, but at least you can start thinking about where it might go and you might start planting a few seeds. Uh, and there were some managers you could do with that with because they're good blokes, uh, they were doing their job well, uh, but then there were... Others you wouldn't go near because you know that they'd start bumping up, they start using other clubs to bump up their price and yeah. all that sort of thing. You know, was, was there your time in that role? Was there a a trade where you thought you were getting a bloke and it fell through, and you yeah. were like, "Yeah, shit, that was one I missed." Yeah, um, fact, it's ironic because the I said the South Augusta. I'm going back to a. 40-year reunion. Well, at the 20-year reunion, uh, it was trade week was on and I'd been over and I was back and I went up for this 20-year reunion and uh, I didn't get to see much of it because you know, I was on the phone all the time. But Nick Holland, yep. uh, I thought we had Nick in the bag. Uh, we were looking for a fairly strong uh, sort of centre back defender. I, and, do, I do remember that. Uh, and we, uh, I, I thought we were... Uh, in in the in the van, yep. the advertiser um, thought you were in the van too. Uh, they were I thought we were in the van, and then um, I, I don't know exactly how it went. You know, again, you never know where the managers using you to bump up the others, but I think they were pretty genuine. Um, and then obviously, I think uh, Hawthorne must have said, "No, well look, we'll, we'll up the ante or whatever it was." But anyway, I got a phone call the next day to say, "Look, uh, we, we, the deal's off." Yep. So. Uh, so that one was one that, uh, you know, you thought you had right on the go. Not easy trading. Um, uh, you know, some people get, get the wrong idea and all that because um, Adelaide's not always the first port of call, particularly for Melbourne boys. Yep. Uh, now, there's blokes that come, and I mean, Port have done it pretty well in the last couple of years. Um, but again, um, there'd be money involved in that that maybe they were prepared to pay and, and they'd organise in their cap. Because uh, at the end of the day, trust me... It must be a pretty good cap at Port. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I can't comment on that. But, but trust me, there aren't many players that do it for the love of something else other than money, trust me. Mm. Uh, it gets down to... to uh, now, opportunity is, is also another thing. Um, some players will move because they're not getting out. Now, that's different. Yeah. When you start getting to the, the very good players, yeah. um, mate, their money's the, 
And, and don't let them tell you anything else. They're, they're yeah. pulling your leg if they do. End of the day, it's it's the money that's the key. So when everyone thinks Dustin stayed there because he just loved the Tigers, it's like, nah. nah, nah. <laughs> he had a very good offer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe when his manager came out and said, we got a pretty good offer from Adelaide. And yeah, Rue said that too on it, radio. Yeah, but um, and then they asked his manager about it, Carr about it, and he's like, yeah, nah. That is absolute fact, and it came pretty close. Would have been as big as um, landing someone like Wayne Carey. You were very big yeah, catalyst behind yeah, that. Yeah, but that wasn't big dollars, though. That oh, wasn't, that wasn't real big dollars. Um, not for what Wayne had been used to getting. Um, but again, it was a um, coach at the time um, was looking for a key forward, sent our forward. I mean, Carey's a pretty good player. If it wasn't for a bloody goalpost, it would have uh, yeah. been a lot different too. Yeah, it would have. It would have. I mean, people again, they got short memories. That, um, the, the start of that game and it, the his output the week before, like the carry of old was. Yeah, it was back on. It was back like, on deck, and uh, but um, I mean, he, um, I think he was looking to get away from Melbourne, um, and you know, I mean, it had a pretty. Pretty ordinary. It was a pretty ordinary situation. So, uh, but we we did a fair bit of work with him on all that, and um, it was, um, you know, we we took a risk. There's always a risk in what you do, um, and I felt he was just starting to come good, and he cracks that knee on the mm-hmm. on the post, and his knee was, you know, split open like an axe had gone through it, and uh, and then he did a neck early in the, the next year. So, um, didn't work. Um, People say it was a bad choice. I reckon if he hadn't hit that post, yeah, uh, I reckon people might have said it was a pretty good, pretty good selection. When, so. when you bring someone like Duck to the club, though, it's not just his footballing ability you're bringing. Um, I know for a fact that I remember as a kid, everyone was so up and about as a Crows supporter. I don't know how your memberships went or anything like that, but uh, all, 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 all good, yeah. all good. Mm. And again, I mean, he, he had a pretty. Ordinary set of circumstances, but twelve months had expired, and footballers, rightly or wrongly, seem to get a little bit more leeway than us, just Mr. Average blokes. Yeah. Um, you and I'd done that; we'd have probably, you know, you'd have get you'd cop it in the neck big time. But um, they get a bit of leeway. A few, few more people know about it when they yeah, got that yeah, profile. And, and he, um, but I, I'll tell you, what, he was also very good. Um, uh, if you go into a team meeting and you listen to what he said in the meeting, you, you know, he, he he was right on the ball. He, he knew what was going on. He was very, very good. Didn't work, so that's another one that you know, one that you say to yourself, well, you know, if you had your time again, would you do it? I think on what we'd done and we'd done our due diligence the best we could and it didn't cost us a lot of money. Mm. Cost us more to get him... Um, then, then I felt we probably should have paid in, in hindsight. So that's where, as in draft, as uh, in the draft, and, 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 we, and again, it's about who you can trust, and you have a deal, and all of a sudden, right at the death knock, they change the, the goalposts. Good learning uh, thing. Um, but was that more to do with what they offered, though, that we didn't realise what we'd get for Kane Johnson? Though, uh, well, I mean, we Kane Johnson went to Richmond. Yeah. And we got a good pick for that. Yeah, but wasn't before. it uh, wasn't the deal whatever we uh, we'd we'd offload our first pick to North Melbourne, but then what we got for Sugar 
what was better grew, than what we thought. Grew, grew into. No, they, they, I think you'll find that sugar ended up a, a, a over the top of what we offered, uh, and in the end, we played we played over the odds, yeah. and that's where the part of the deal that if you had your time again, you'd say, oh well, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have paid as much. That's why we get pick, pick two pick, for sugar. Pick four. Pick four for sure. Really. Which ended up being pick two because uh, Carlton did Carlton lose a couple of picks because of the oh yeah they they lost a, their picks because a, a million salary cap a million bucks over in salary cap when they finished yeah, bottom something like that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it was over the odds uh, yeah. a bit. That that was a, wasn't so much what Wayne offered. It was probably what we ended up paying. Yeah, yeah. which bit us in the ass a bit later, yeah. later on. It's, it's funny because I I've always said. If it wasn't for a post, so much different. Yeah. Um, now maybe that's the naive crows enough that I am, and always seem to side on the way of the club. But, yeah, yeah. But is there common misconceptions of what the public think of how things like? Because generally, I won't say all and sundry, but most say ah. That failed, crow stuffed up, shouldn't have happened. Rara, yeah. well, is there I, is there other other like and anything whether it's um, you know uh, there's the crows didn't pick Pavlich, yeah, but neither did seventeen other clubs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what seventeen at that time? Yeah, nor did but, another fifteen but, other clubs. But but it's only but it's only the crows that didn't pick him. Oh yeah, and and, look, and, and like Fanta gets slated with that. Yeah, and and I'm not sure that it. It wasn't fair. I can tell you now. I, I won't go into depth on it, but it wasn't Fanta's fault. No, I can tell you now. We we, we probably should have taken uh, Pavlich. Um, of course, in hindsight, we definitely should have taken. Yeah. Um, we had Fanta on our. He was actually our first guest, and yeah. he ran through it saying, at the time though, you can only pick. I think it was one one seventeen year old, and Kenny McGregor was the best one at the time. Yeah, and and Pav hadn't quite. Grown then, he was still uh, played against his dad Steve, and he was a bit more of a Steve style body, and I think that scared a couple off, and because um, he grew, and he played the next season at Woodville, and, and scared uh, our senior coach at the time off. Well, yeah, yeah scared a couple, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that um, that that was. Um, it's easy to say after, but no one else saw him as yeah. what yeah. he did at the time. Frio did, but but so would every other club have taken him the next year because oh, yeah, he had yeah, a yeah. super season yeah, yeah, at, yeah, at Woodville West yeah. Torrance. Um, Anyone would have taken him when they did because, yeah, like you said, he had a year to go. Great. Back and, 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 and he's a great, he's turned out a great player. I, I wish we had taken him. I mean, that's not been... In fact, I was talking to Kenny a couple of weeks ago at the footy. Um, Kenny was a very, very serviceable player for our, oh, our yeah. footy yeah. club, you know. I mean... Yeah. People dismissed Cam McGregor, the, the player he was. And, yeah. and, the, and the comparison, all because of the situation, yeah. so unfair. Yeah. Like. yeah no, I, I agree. I mean, Kenny uh, gave us great service. Yeah. Did he ever reach the same levels as, as Pav? No. Of course not. Uh, yeah. but, but he still was uh, pretty good value for what, what, what we did at the time. W- was there ever a chance that uh, you thought Pav was coming back? Uh, no. No, uh, we certainly um, spoke um, to the management about it, yep. but uh, I always felt we were being used. Was, was your son his manager? No. 
Justin, wasn't no, it? Not at the time. No, not at the time. Would have made for... Would have been handy if it was. <laughs> no, I always felt we were being uh, we were used as uh, used as, as a lever, yeah. as a lever, yeah. and um, uh, it used to be like clockwork. Every three or four years, when his contract would be coming up, would be in the advertiser. Yeah. They'd put up a photo of Pav with the crow's yeah. guernsey on, and yeah. it was just like you said, horrendous Photoshop. <laughs> and he's had a um, marvelous career. Um, you know, you can always argue he might have had a as good a career or better and a bit more success if he'd come to Adelaide. But, mate, he's settled in Perth, got a great life, done really well, and he's a bloody ripping bloke with it. With with Pav going to Perth and everyone says, oh, he'll come home one day, and and we happen to think, like, when Lukosius goes to Gold Coast and Rankin, oh, they'll come back one day. Um, It seems to be over the years the the SA guys will go to their clubs and generally they settle in over there, whereas Victorian guys might come here. And they want to go back to Victoria. What do you reckon the big difference was in that? Well, I, I mean, it's um, all depends where you're travelling success-wise. Um, there's no guarantee um, those boys will come back. I mean, uh, depends what happens at the Gold Coast, um, how they perform. They both be paid well over what they're worth yeah. at the moment. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying they won't be worth that in time, but they'll be getting paid well over the odds. Uh, so you say come back here. Um, and uh, I, I can remember the, the Pavlich situation, the sort of money that was asked uh, was well above what I was paying Rashudo and, and McLeod. They both both played in two premierships and won a, won a Brownlow. And a, so, you, you know, it's all right to say come home and, and pay him the world. Well, that's not how it works, yeah. you know. Um, so it's it's not always it, it's a lot of to do with about how their family life is. Um, it'll be to do with the money, mm. and it'll also be to do with opportunity. I mean, do I feel like I want to stay here? And I mean, I I watched the Suns; they'd had a pretty good month, you know, mm. prior to the last two weeks, and um, they uh, on the weekend, you know, I, I reckon they'd have been lucky to beat South Adelaide. Yeah. I mean, they were horrid. Uh, now, if they keep that up, um, unless something different sort of occurs there, uh, you, you might get a player that says, oh, bugger this, I'd, I'd rather go home. And that's the challenge that someone like Gold Coast is going to have for a long time unless they start getting into that top eight, playing yeah. some finals. They're, they're going to keep losing players because they simply go, I'm not going to spend my whole career... Getting flogged. Getting flogged. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's why a lot of them did leave, obviously. Yeah. Um, so it's a... So it doesn't always guarantee they'll come here. Um, I mean, a lot of Melbourne blokes come here and they don't want to leave. Um, some do. I mean, Kane Johnson was one and, and Kane, uh, he signed for a couple more years at a stage where he actually wanted to go home and, and we said, well, look, give us a couple of years and, and we'll you know, give that serious consideration. And he did the right thing and we did the right thing. He was very it. homesick when he first came, and, wasn't he? And he was all the time. Mm. I mean, he, he was always looking to go home. Love the club, yeah. love the blokes, but but he had some family situations which he, uh, uh, you know, he was quite serious about. You know, a good lad, Kane. Could, um, could it be a thing with, you know, an an Adelaide kid or a Perth kid? They're in that fourteen, fifteen, of uh, years of age, and they go, well, there's a good chance I'm not going to be dr- like I want to be a footballer. I'm I'm at the right level. You know, there's obviously 
a lot of things have to work out to get for him to get drafted. But they go, well, there's a good chance I'm not staying at home. So they've got, uh, I think, the years to get used to it. But I the but the Melbourne kids, because there's so many options in more options and. Um, and and they don't think that they're necessarily leaving, no, and no. then all of a sudden draft night, I'm no. on a plane. What? Well, it's just the percentages, isn't it? If yeah. you look at you know two clubs, nine clubs, yeah. um, and you know Sydney, Brisbane, have both got a bit of an attraction. They're, they're not high profile. Yeah. You can get around without being too much involved. Um, but but I think the kids here are pretty well drilled on that from yeah. that under sixteen. Under fifteen, under sixteen, under eighteen competitions. You know when the state sides and and that uh, I know that they get spoken to yeah. from AFL recruiting folks and and they explain the system and how it works. So I think most of them understand now. Listen, it's a job. I mean, I, I might be a lawyer and I, and I need a job. And there's more jobs going in Sydney than Melbourne than are in Adelaide. Uh, so kids say, well, I'm going to Melbourne. Ship off. Yeah. Do, do you so think Adelaide were lucky with their core group were, all Adelaide, were South Australian boys, so Rue, um, Simon, um, Edwards, or well, McLeod wasn't, he was from yeah, but he, Darwin. But, yeah, Macca. Um, or did, did you guys put in a strategy years earlier to, to kind of consolidate a lot of the local talent? No. No, not really. It was you take your best player if you can. And they're they're there and on your list. Um, sometimes well, it, help, it works that way. Helps when a group of blokes, what four or five of them play three hundred. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. and that's a rarity. I mean, we, we, to, to get the group that came through and stayed like they did, um, uh, that you don't you don't see that too often. So I, I wouldn't say that was a, a strategy because again. Um, you know, the way we got McLeod and Rue was one of those specials mm. that came through. Goody was through the draft. Edwards was through the draft. Um, Simon was with Ellen in the, the pre-season draft as it was back then. It was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I can remember going to watch Simon play. He was playing for South. He played centre-half back on a guy who was actually on Port's list. Big, strong, bit of an ugly kick. Trying to think of his name. Not, quite, quite a not good. Doc Wilden, or no, no, it was a good, was a good, no, good, good player. Uh, you know, he's an NFL player, and Simon played centre half back on him, and did a super job. And I remember going back to a fan and I said, "Yeah, mate, I reckon he's he's the one that we can we can pick up in the pre-season." And um, plus, he was a late developer, too. You could see he had a fair bit of upside. Yeah. Um, so uh, well, North Melbourne and Collingwood essentially said in that draft that year. We've got. They had a lot of picks at the end of the draft. They said, "We'll we'll take you towards the end of the draft." And I think we were thinking he'd get picked up. And then when he didn't, it was obviously a bit of a crash to earth. But yeah. he went back out of Adelaide. So he could be a North Melbourne or Collingwood fan, mate. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Not now. <laughs> get, get fucked. <laughs> um, with that crew that you had then um, through the 2000s, um, a lot of people, everyone does. All Crow supporters know that we. We probably should have won, or at least got to a grand final in those years when we were we finished top. I think that year. Oh, Craigie, Craigie, Craigie's record was pretty good. Mm. Um, he doesn't get a lot. He, of, I he think he gets a lot, a lot of, of credit. Yeah, does pretty he? high uh, percentage win lose rate, mm. um, and he, um, you know, we got to a couple of preliminary finals. We got done. We we're pretty stiff on the one here. 
you know, your query West Coast and a couple of their players and what, what and was going. All of them came out very, yeah. very energetic at halftime. Yeah. So, again, <laughs> you can't do much about that. That's what it was and that's how it went. But I, um, uh, you know, you need a little bit of luck, you know, and it just didn't quite drop our way. And and one of the things, um, I, I reckon, uh, it was a year, I reckon Bassett got in the All-Australian team. Oh, yeah. In the back pocket, um, had a really good year, and that was sort of one of the starting periods of where um, half forward would go up, either you know high half forward or extra one round the ball, and that left Bassett back on his own. Well, Bass was a bloody good mark and a courageous player, um, and he, he he had a really super year, and um, of course we get to the finals. And a few of the teams have said, right, well, we're not doing that. And Bass has virtually run around all year on his own. <laughs> so, oh, oh, six. Yeah, and he um, he, he got, uh, I won't say tagged, but uh, he had to be responsible. Yeah. And it just, uh, the whole year we'd sort of played with that loose coming out of the back line and that run and uh, just got, uh, squashed us up a bit on that and it didn't quite work as well. Mm. But, I mean, again, people... Um, uh, Craigie's record's very good And I can tell you now Craigie was a, probably one of the Well I think he was the first AFL coach To uh, train like they do now They, they um, You know Match conditions uh, Stoppages Forward line entries Etc etc and, and, and a lot of that started with And I can remember uh, Alistair was uh, At Port Adelaide yep. And he used to come down and sit under the trees at the back uh, <laughs> and watch training and I'm certainly took in yep. a lot of what Neil had uh, done and he, he sort of revolutionised how uh, AFL, uh, a lot of how AFL trained and, and uh, as I said, um, you speak to the players, most of the players have got a pretty high respect for me. Oh, yeah. For, for, for Neil. For Neil. Yeah. yeah. I went, uh, I was over in, um, went over to when Simon was at Essendon and... Uh, Craigie was there too, and yep. um, Simon. I was in the car. We were going to the Dreamtime game. And he said, "I'll pick Craigie up on the way," and I sat in the back and listened to them talk. We were stuck in traffic on the freeway, yeah. and I got out the car and I said to Simon, "I said that's the best half hour I reckon I've had in my life." He goes, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Just hearing you two talk footy." Yeah. Yeah. He said it was something that no other people, unless you're in the, the industry, will ever get to hear. And I said, "It was." He was so. Um, he had a play before a play, um, yeah. and he was just so well talking, well versed in footy. It was yeah. I can't even imagine being coached by him. No, I think you'll find most of the blokes. And again, Neil felt at the end, you, you know, just got the stage where it just wasn't working. That's why, and then he pulled the pin and said, "Look, it's time to go." And and that was the right, it was the right time. Um, but a very good coach, and not given enough credit, and, and people. Keep saying, oh, you can't win finals, can't win finals. Well, you know, just sometimes it doesn't work that way, yeah. you know. With um, with your experiences, obviously, over the whole course, um, who was the best player that you saw come through? It's a tough question, but the best player you saw come through the, the Crows system um, by the end of it? Oh, that is a tough question. Um, McLeod on you, his day... You, you can give us a handful rather than reducing <laughs> it to one. <laughs> McLeod on his day could really influence a game. 
Rue on his day could really influence the game, and I think Rue probably had more of those days mm. uh, than Andrew. That, that game of Rue's at Princess Park, yeah. where he should have been done for attempted murder on Lance <laughs> Whitnell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that day. Well, yeah. I felt Rue was more of a right. Get on my back. I'm going to carry you. Whereas yeah. McLeod was like, I'm just. Going to um, do it on my own. No, Macca was a great player. Um, I mean, those two guys, I had a huge respect for Rennie. Rennie was uh, a very good ruckman and a, and a bit of a barometer of where we were at. Um, Can you give us the real, like, you hear the stories of him whipping the, the knee brace off in that um, in that final, but were you there? Did you witness it? And Yeah, I know that's what he did. Yeah, he, he did that. And did you even look at yourself and go, oh, jeez. I could no, go play no, right no, now. No, 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 not really, mate. It was just he decided <laughs> it, it was time and turned out it was time. Um, Malcolm had given him a, you know, questioned him about where, what he was doing and he, he said, right, well, bugger this. And that's sort of around. That's why I had a huge respect for Sean, mm. very good player. But then you, you get in the, your Simons. I mean, Goody's consistency over a period of time was um, enormous. Um, and... Played midfield, played half-back, played half-forward. Um, you know, really good players. I mean... I think Ayers he, gave him... His, 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 gro- his growth as... Or when he became captain, went to another level again, which I didn't think that next step... Yeah, was, he, like, he grew a lot, didn't he? He, he, uh, he handled that responsibility. And I know the way Craigie spoke of him at time. Well, um, I remember one time in a... Uh, presser, Craigie said, you know, Simon Goodwin's a long way on being the best captain this club's ever had. So, whoa, 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 and Craigie. I was like, whoa, 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 all due respect to Goody. Like, come yeah. on, mate. Yeah. No, well, he's, he was a very good captain and he's he's turned out to be a very good coach too. I mean, that's his that's his passion. But, that, I mean, that was, yeah, I mean, Blake's like guy. You know, there was a lot of good players around that time. Um but we were very blessed as as a club yeah. and and even supporters to have yeah. the 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 caliber of players rolling through that side yeah. is brilliant. And we've had some bloody good players since then. Um, I mean, Scotty Thompson's one that people forget. I mean, Scotty was a really consistent, hard player for a lot of years. Um, so we we've had a lot of good players. Um, I was a big fan of Peter Cavens. Uh, Cavo was a sort of unheralded, got thrown to centre half back. Um, Funny as hell as well. Yeah, and he's a, he's a ripping bloke. You know, you sort of people talk about he's your favourite player. Well, I mean, there's playing players, and but blokes as are I always love Cavo because he he was low maintenance. You didn't have to worry about him too much. Mm. He'd do his job, and uh, uh, he was always good to have around the club. He, he was a, he's a ripping guy, and um, so you know, mate. Hey, when you've been through all that with him, I mean, you, you love them all. They're all good. I mean, we had some. Yeah, but I can't. There's very few players in, in all the time I was there. You'd say I didn't like him. Mm. Um, you know, you like other blokes more than others, but is he the odd one? I mean, the, 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 what's his name? Um, oh, the bloke ended up going to Carlton. Lawrence Angwin. Oh, Lawrence. Angwin. I was going to ask you about <laughs> Lawrence Angwin. Yeah, Lawrence. Lawrence was. Uh, he was a hard case. Did, um, did you dodge a bullet with Lawrence at one stage? Or when you maybe called him in to, to sack him? And you might have had a signed Gregory Peck in the drawer and and Lawrence came in and resigned instead? 
you should know more than I do. <laughs> um, I, might, I might have just made it up, I don't know. No, no <laughs> it, it, we, we traded him to, um, to Carlton. And uh, I can't remember if it was a trade or we delisted him and they picked him up. And and uh, Dennis Pagan was coaching him. And he came over to me and he said, Johnny, what do you, you, you... I said, Dennis, I wouldn't go near him. And he went near him. <laughs> and he proved... And, and, and everyone knows how that turned and out. that turned into absolute shit, you know. So oh, yeah. he, he lived with Simon. Well, he lived, it was with, he lived with Phil Harper and he lived in... Pretty sure Simon gave you boys a call and said, get him out of here. I, I, could, um, I could tell you some stories there which aren't very nice, but uh, I do remember I, I took him to a behavioural psychiatrist and um, the guy was the guru. And he, I remember the bloke, good, tall, being short, this bloke's... Been short, fat, and ugly. This bloke's tall, skinny, and good looking. <laughs> and he, he's um, he's doing the. Uh, I said, look, you know, we've had a few problems, and explained this, 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 and this. And well, I get a report back. This bloke sent him down as an ex prime minister. <laughs> so he was too good for he the was, psychiatrist, he was, mate. He, he made the psychiatrist look like a B grader. <laughs> that was unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Oh. Um, well, we're getting towards our time, but one of the things I wanted to. To run over was the, the list and the where where Adelaide are now. What's what do you look at and think? Where do they go from here? What's 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 something that we need to to put in place to get them going again? Well, I think they're on the right tram. I mean, they made a conscious decision, and and they're obviously going to stick to that. Is that that was to rebuild? Um, and I think uh, we've got some talent. Uh, we haven't seen the best of it. People expect. A lot from kids in like their first year or their second mm. year. Now, when you have a look at most of the, the kids that perform and give, they're around, so it sort of comes into their third season that they they really do go well. But I, I've got um, I've got a lot more faith than others on it because I, I see things in like young Himmelberg, and I've got to be honest, I've been surprised he didn't get more games. Um, but I see things for a bloke who's a big lad that he can do at ground level. He's smart, you know. Look, he's not getting thirty kicks and kicking six goals. Most big tall forwards don't. Forwards take a lot more to uh, develop. But well, he, I see him. Um, I'm starting to see some stuff in Fogarty. Um, we all know he can mark and kick and mark on the lead and kick. But I'm starting to see him do some stuff off the ball, which he hasn't done before. Yeah. And um, uh, so I've seen some improvement there. Um, the boy that we picked up, Phil Paul, See him do things. He's getting pushed off at the moment. He's a kid and she's first year. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. but I'm telling you, he's got a real good footy brain. Um, the one, the one talent. thing, the one thing when they played St Kilda and he kicked the winning goal, he actually when he kicked it over his head. By the time the ball was crossing the line, he was at the goal line, like yeah, roving his own kick, get, getting to. Even his defender hadn't thought to do yeah. that, and I was like, "Oh shit!" This no, don't worry. He, he'll develop into a very good player. Just a very—he's already a very smart and, footballer. And the other um, end, I think I've seen some. I've been wrapped in butts. Yeah. I mean, even on the weekend. I mean, Western Bulldogs had control of the game for a lot of time, and we're talking about Norton, who's he's a bloody ripping player. 
And he had him under heat a lot of the time, young butts. He's, a, he's very good. And Murray, um, I, I, you know, people will see him make the mistake on occasion he'll get caught holding the ball. First season. Yeah. yeah. But he's actually, I see him do some stuff and I'm like, geez, that's, that's what I want to see in a bloke, you know. Yeah. And like butts. Um, well, we're still talking about a kid that's less than, less than 30 games in or oh, something try. like Try less than 20, 20, 20 21, I think it is. Oh, well, yeah. I don't even know. I reckon he had, what, one game before this year? Yeah, two games? a couple last year. I he only yeah. had two games. So yeah. what do we play? So he would be less than 20. Um, and, I, I mean, Duday, we know he can play. Um, so I feel we've got some some sort of pillars at that end. We do need to improve our, mid, our, our midfields, the area that I think we, we've got some grunt. Um, but it's an area, and I, I've got... Blake, I really like Schoenberg. Oh, I think he's, he's my he'll, love child. He'll be a, I love him. He'll be a good player. I think once he's given more a leeway to actually play as a general midfielder. Um, and the and the days where he's had a good crack in the midfield, like he's just no, no he's been all right. And and I I've got faith in uh, the young boy uh, they picked up second pick uh, boy from Glenelg, Peddler. A peddler. Um, mm. I've seen him. Uh, and he's Classic. started started late. He's strong. He's powerful. Yeah. Um, he's a sort of Ollie Wines type. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Barry has been playing now. Barry's not getting a lot of the ball, but he's done a lot of lot of work. He would be having an absolutely massive learning curve for a guy that's in his first season, especially the blokes. He's yeah. So on uh, every week. and I think once you find another preseason and 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 gear, so uh, and then Seasman's. You know, come up a cog and, and, and playing better. Smithy's always pretty useful. Brownie's been in and out, so you'd like to think he can come back. So, I mean, I'm, um, I'm the optimist, always have been. Oh, yeah, I'm very and, much too. And I'm, I'm excited I, I'm, about I'm it. I'm quietly confident. Um, and and we've, got another, we've got another season <laughs> of, of, of growth in us, and then I think we're going to be around the mark. And the three blokes that have missed most of the year in Talia, Crouch. Crouchy and... Uh, Oh, Lynchy's back now, but yeah. he's been. Yeah, well, that that that, that um, you know that always helps with them. But again, that's given opportunities for other blokes. Yeah, um, that's right. And um, is it weird to think that m- maybe all three of them may not be at the club next year? Well, I, I, I wouldn't know, mate. I mean, that's a decision the club's got to make. But y- y- you know, um, it's definitely a chance. Though. You don't keep them around just for the sake of keeping mm. them around. Um, you got to work out where you're heading in the future, and but I mean, um, I reckon Talia well, Butts. I don't know if he could have played much better than Butts, to be honest, for for a year. But he could have been sent up back and yeah. and gear. So um, uh, and, and Lynchy, you know, he does his bits and pieces. So no, I'm. I mean, that's a hard. They're going to be hard decisions for them to make, but they'll have to make some decisions. Mm. But I'm, I'm me, I'm the. Positive, and I reckon there's some other kids I've seen in the in the uh, SNFL that have have got some ability. Um, straight, I mean, I think um, young Cook. I saw a bit of him at South. Um, he's got s- some stuff, but again, kid needs another twelve months to sort of get right into it all. Um, New Church. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I know he's he's very in and out at the moment, but he's come. A long way in a short period. So, how's Borlay's gone? Have you seen much right. of him? Yeah, I, I think he's he's an interesting player. He, um, I've seen him up forward. I've seen him down back. 
and he can play in a game. He's a young. I was shocked kid. at the size of him. But I must have, I was always shocked at the size of his old man too because yeah. he's a monster for the position he yeah. sort of played. So. No, he, he's he's going all right, mate. I mean, uh, I would see him. I'd be surprised if he doesn't develop into a pretty useful player either. You're sitting here. You're sitting here talking about it with with so much passion. Do you do you miss the day to day football, or do you now enjoy watching it and assessing it from afar where you are? Well, I, I reckon when you're from afar, you can't make too many comments. If you're not in them, you don't really know what's mm. going on. Yeah. So I am no different to the average punter. I have to make an assessment for what I see Nixie do during a game or or on telly, and I think he's. He's doing a pretty good job. And uh, where he started, it's hard yakka. Um, but I think he's got some good blokes around him. I think that, that's been an improvement this year. Um, so I'm no different than anyone else, mate. The game finishes, I walk, I sit in the southern stand, I park down in Weymouth <laughs> Street by a little Vietnamese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> my wife and I walk back. We're going to have a bowl of fair and I'll have a couple of beers. And by the time I get home, I'm pretty happy. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, while the game's on and immediately after, you, yeah, no, geez, he played. Oh, Christ, he was horrible. But uh, it just, where, when you're in there, I mean, that's all day, every day. Yeah. So, and I don't miss that, mate. I mean, you do that for a, like when you're coaching and then you and in that sort of role. Um, you know, it's, it's do, you find, do you find you might you love the game a bit more now that you're not heavily involved in it, or no, no, no? You love it when you're in it. Yeah, I love it probably more than I do now. I'm not a huge fan of watching it these days. I mean, I go and I watch it, but it's not. I mean, the coaches, it's they, a different they, the brand. coaches tell you how good it is, which is bullshit because they're only worried about their job <laughs> and, and how much money they're going to get paid. No, man, they love their club. You know what I mean? Though? Yeah, yeah. I mean. As a spectacle, it's not what it used to. It's be. not what it was. But as a contest, it's it's, it's no a, it's no mid nineties footy no, where, no, but it's where, still where you could guarantee the game on two o'clock Sunday was going to be an absolute ball terror. Yeah. It, it's but it is a great contest. So it's not the spectacle, but they are when you go and say right, well I'll take that out of it yeah. and I'll go back to the contest yeah. and yeah. You, you sit on the fence and watch these kids. And the speed that what they're doing, things, how much time you have. People will say, Whoa, why didn't you do that? You've got three blokes to <laughs> bear down. You know, and the didn't speed at which him? it goes, um, I mean, it, it's, it's uh, phenomenal. And uh, so as a contest, I love watching it. As a spectacle, don't, don't be fooled that, uh, that it's a great spectacle because it's not. And, I, and you can tell, I feel dead set worried about it. Yeah. Um, but with some of what they're doing. Now, the coaches keep copying whoever's winning and what they're doing and that's why I'm I'm sorta I'm sorta half hoping that I'll give Port Adelaide I reckon play a reasonably attractive footy. And I reckon Western Bulldogs play pretty attractive footy. Uh, after that, um Sydney are always gonna be that style. Um but those two uh, at least I reckon they give their their their, their punters uh, pretty good value for their money. Who's your tip for the flag this year? You reckon? Well, I, I, if you had to put money on it right now, and you can't put it on till the finals because <laughs> three injuries makes a hell of a difference. Yeah. You know? But I, I think Western Bulldogs are as good as I've seen, uh, and I watch you know, a lot of games all round, not just our games, you know, on the telly. But 
up and running, I think that they're a pretty good side. Reckon the D's are any chance? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, again, they need to. Uh, they've got a little troughs and up and mm. downs, but uh, I think they're all of those sides. I mean, you know, you watch Brisbane for for a half yesterday. You'd have thought they were they were seventeenth in the, the bottom. Yeah. Um, so you know, footies like that, you can trough and. It's just nice to bring it all together in that last couple of weeks. So all of them are a good chance. But if you said you've got to put your money on it, John, I'd say I'd probably go with some Bulldogs. And one last one before we let you go. Yeah. Where will Alistair Clarkson be next year? If you if you went like if you what what you think is the best best role for him to be at, or whether he will be at a footy club. It's a hard question. Uh, I, I think. I th- think you coach. Yep. Then part of me says he probably does need a break. Yep. That part years of me. That part of me says that maybe Gold Coast, because yep. Jew's got another year. That's a possibility. His lads finished year twelve, so that might be a holding pattern. I yeah. don't know. Um, Carlton and Collingwood, um, you know, they're both strange clubs. Uh, to, you know, the way that they, they run, they've um, you probably you, you could go either. A bit, bit, bit about even line ball as yeah. far as young blokes and potential where they might go. Um, so I, I think Collingwood would be uh, more secure in the sense that they're financially more stable than, yeah. than Carlton. But, uh, mate, hey, all in the melting pot. I mean, he told us something a week ago. <laughs> it wasn't what it was, so you, you've got to be careful. But I wouldn't be surprised if he had 12 months off because it's bloody hard work and, and he's he, he's done a sensational job. And like job. you say, that freshen up might be yeah. just the tonic. That's the thing. We're talking about final things. <laughs> I want to jump in with one more. If someone said to you when, when all the lads were kids, so when Justin was a kid, Simon was a kid, that... They'd be in the positions they are now. Um, Justin's now essentially helping mould the future of Adelaide Footy Club. Simon's at Melbourne. You won premierships. Would you have just gone, nah, that's not going to happen? Or you think, geez, that's good to, that's a good surprise I'm in for? Well, I don't think you thought of it at all, mate. I mean, when they were kids, you know, you were you know, coaching South and you're not. Even yourself thinking you're going to end up in the AFL. Yeah. So, but but I'm pleased for both of them. They they both give their all. It's hard yakka. They're risky jobs. You know mm. you you don't perform. Everyone's on your back. Um, everybody's knows more than you do. But great credit, man. I, I'm really pleased that I mean they're great mates mm. and have been for a long time. And I just think it's um, fantastic. They're both both done pretty well. That was. Uh very happy to see Justin in charge and another Reed to go through the Crows and bring through the next crop. But, um, Reedy, thank you very much for joining us, mate. It's been fantastic catching up and, and seeing an insight from uh, the glory years from an insider, not an outsider. So, My thanks pleasure, for joining boys. Us, mate. Thanks, for, thanks for the invite. Thanks for coming in, mate.